Hello, everybody. Welcome to another My Music. You've had a lot of My Musics this week. You've been lucky, really lucky, haven't you? I am going to speak to my friend here with the bobble hat, who I've spoken to before. But first of all, before we have that, we're going to have a little video all about Analog Trash. Now, if for those of you who haven't picked up on this yet, Analog Trash are the new sponsor of this show, and they have a supporters club. You can go to their website, analogtrash.com, and if you join the supporters club from a minimum of four ninety nine a month, you get absolutely everything that anybody's ever recorded. What a fantastic bargain that is! But first, let's just watch this. Hello, and we're back. Leonie, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Graham. Good. Very well, yeah. Good. Now, you've you to come and talk to us this afternoon, you've raced across town. <laughs> you've broken the speed limit, no doubt. Yeah. You may have crossed a few red lights. Absolutely. But it's all okay. Uh, the dog was barking just before we came on air. But <laughs> yeah. He's, he's out in the garden now. But he's ready for his nuts to be taken off this week. <laughs> yeah, he's been booked in for some neutering action. So there uh, we go. That will calm that will calm the <laughs> that will calm the little beast down. What's the dog's name? Luigi. Luigi. Yeah, he's an oh. Italian greyhound whippet type thing, a little scrawny, skinny thing, but he's very cute. Oh. And my cat's just joined us as well hi ninja. And what's the cat called Mar sorry, ninja not mario then <laughs> no not not mario here's ninja she won't stay for very long hello ninja oh yeah it's, right, it's a it. it's a family affair you, <laughs> yeah since i last saw you you you've produced another piece of music which is always wonderful um yeah when i last saw you was that was that after my third album when i last saw you you had just release uh, Ascension Heights with right. your with your friend, yeah, and uh, and you were you were coming live from your garden, which has a very beautiful Zen like feel to it. <laughs> yes, yes, um, but yeah. I'm not in that garden anymore, as you oh, can tell. Um, yes. I'm I'm in the midst of trying to set up a new studio. We've we've moved. My partner and I have moved to his old family home near Hawley and it's set in three acres and it's beautiful here oh fantastic the house needs a lot of work we're still chintzed right up to the eyeballs but um I've got all my music here and we've got you know just gorgeous land outside you know it doesn't matter what the house looks like we're really really happy here and it's great for making music no neighbours to annoy. how old's the house what sort of the house period is, is it old old it's sort of um 1930s Oh, right. Not too bad. Country cottage. It is slightly falling down. Right. But we're going to slightly prop it up again when yeah. I have a few kidneys, you know, internal organs for sale. Bargain. If, My if any... price. 
if anyone would like him. if anyone would like a musical kidney yeah um because obviously if if you have one of your kidneys transplanted into somebody it they, mm. they immediately take on your musical genius <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the that's the selling point isn't it you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, although they wouldn't want my right kidney because that got kicked by a horse when i was 11 and it's a bit shriveled Maybe yeah. let's not sell the kidney. Can I keep my kidneys, please? No, go keep your kidneys. Instead, yeah. I'll tell you what people could do is they could pay a little bit of money for your music. That would be a marvellous idea. But that would be it? better, wouldn't it? Yes. It would, especially as it's it's tremendous. Um, your voice has never sounded better, I, I feel, than on this latest tunage. Thank you. Yeah. Loads of people have said that. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Why? why? Why do you think that is? Um... I think I'm finally feeling like I'm finding my feet musically. Yeah. I'm happier with my songs. Um, I did trying get my this teeth, hard. I did get my teeth done, not veneers or anything, but I had them just straightened a bit. Right. And made a bit nicer. And I think um, it's given me confidence when I'm singing. And it's, yeah, I feel like it's it's done some good. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to sort of open my mouth and sing now because I've got, you know. That's no cool, problem. isn't it? Hey, yeah. there you go. There's a there's a budding music tip for you from. Yeah, <laughs> get your teeth done. Um, get your teeth yeah. done. No, I mean I've always liked my teeth because they're 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 good healthy teeth. I've never had any fillings, um, and they've always been quite straight, but they just were a bit small. That's because you've avoided like sugar, my dear. That's what yeah. that is. So, um, yeah, I just had them sort of neatened up a bit. And, uh, yeah, I didn't really come on this show to talk about my dental work. But I definitely think it's given me confidence with my singing. It's the confidence bit that we're really we're, yeah. really drilling into there, but other than your teeth, um, mm. which I haven't been drilled into. Uh, what, <laughs> what's the... <laughs> what's the good. Yeah, thank you. What's the, what's the song about? Which one? The, your your latest song. Latest one. Yeah. The latest song um, was inspired by um, a friend of mine rang up and said, I've got this nephew. Oh, this, this could go on very long. I'm going to try and shorten this story down. A friend of a friend had um, this experience of feeling like, I think it was vivid dreams and visions where he felt like he'd been in another life. Yeah. And um, he... It, it kind of involved World War Two, and I'll cut a very long story short because I don't know the full story yet, but it was I got given the bones of this idea. It turns out that when he travelled to um, where this battle was that he believes he was involved in, he, he found lots of links, and it's a sort of a, it's a story that has now been taken up by... Um, uh, quite a, a well-known author. I'm not going to mention the author's name, um, but she's written a book about it called Wait For Me. And it's a, a romance and a love story that sort of spans life and death. And I just loved the idea of this story that might that had been kind of passed on to me through a, a sort of an old family friend. Um, and I thought, well, uh, because I'm starting to gear my music more towards possible use in TV and film, um, and this book might be being made into a film or a TV series, I'm not sure yet. I just thought, well, I'm going to take that as an idea and write a song about it. Do you know what? I was actually just about to say that. What mm. you've done there is incredibly clever. 
Mm. You've reverse engineered the whole situation. Mm. So what you've done is you've written the, the song to the film. Yeah. Which isn't a book yet. Will <laughs> be a <laughs> will be a book, which will then be a film, which will yeah. then have your song in it. That's well, possibly, possibly. No, I mean, no of course. In, that's my aim. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Whatever. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, it's 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 a love. So it's a love song from beyond the grave, and I I kind of wrote it specifically so that it's quite vague in that it could be from the person who who's already passed away or it could be sung by the person who's waiting you know who who has lost the person so it's it's kind of nicely vague and hopefully will mean lots to to anybody who's kind of lost somebody or you know still grieving or just wants a bit of reassurance that you know a pro proper true love can last forever uh, and of course you recently lost your father did, did it help cathartically in any way to write this song yeah i think so because um i'd already written the song by the time he passed away but then um singing it and working on the final production i think that was kind of before but he, i knew that he was on his his way out bless him um and certainly hearing it now it's really emotional um and uh yeah, he, he'd had a long battle with dementia, so um, it felt like the final goodbye because I'd kind of already said goodbye to his spirit, really. It's like his spirit had kind of already gone. Yeah. Um, and obviously the the song Ascension Heights was about him. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a, a nice song to have to play at the time when he, when he went. But that's the power of songs, isn't it? You know, the yeah. song, song has a meaning at the point where you write it but then other people including even including yourself can actually then pick pick that song up and it it resonates in other areas it has yeah. it has a life outside of the original story so that's i hope so yeah, yeah. and i i always i mean i i know some people sort of don't like miserable songs but i find sad songs make me feel really good yeah i love a sad song so I, I think love... there's plenty of us out there that have, yeah. uh, you know, enjoyed miserable sounding songs over the years <laughs> to make us feel good. Yeah, you know? every now and then I'll write a Hi little... all Cure fans. <laughs> on the whole, on the whole, I tend to, you know, <laughs> I tend to sort of um, err on the side of melancholia. But um, I do have some happy songs. There's a happy song coming soon. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, which are easier? happy songs or sad songs for you to write happy well are they they have mm, oh maybe they're not i don't know i i always found it easier to write in sort of minor chords and yeah i think if yeah i, I like writing in minor chords but I suppose if I get a sort of a funny idea in my head, I'll just write a little folky tune. Sometimes the happy songs come out a lot quicker, put it that way. Yeah. They might take longer to 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 get there in my head, but then I'll write them quicker. Maybe that's the answer. I always I always struggled with it with with happy songs in as much as if you if you created a little melody that was really quite happy, etc., yeah. you just wondered whether it was a bit too twee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Are you just like, 
da, 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 and you just think why, yeah that's why when i write a happy song it has to be a little bit silly so that's why silicon valerie off my first album is about exploding breast implants and then you've got <laughs> everyone's ugly in the back of a spoon um which is true, yeah, actually, folks. Songs, they tend to be a little bit either acerbic or jokey because I can't just be, because I've got quite a little twee voice as well. If I just sing a happy love song with my little girly voice, I would want to punch myself repeatedly in the face. And that wouldn't yeah. be a good idea. So, yeah. Your voice is quite, your voice actually is quite, uh, quite big on this uh, latest song. Uh, did you change anything in the production? Um, I went to a friend of mine who I've met through a sort of a music industry networking group that I'm a member of, and they're great. They're called the Supergroup Pro. And this guy, Chris Mars, is lovely, lovely, lovely fella. And he he's a singer, writer. He was with a flock of seagulls. Um, so, you know, he's done some great stuff. And he's uh, a producer. Excuse um, me a minute. Excuse me. Sorry. I just need a photograph of you. Okay. Thank you. Or something, <laughs> or something to remind me. <laughs> um, and uh, I went to Chris and I said do you fancy I, I want to make this song very film-like and cinematic in its production I've heard some of the stuff you've done do you think you'd like to get involved and he said yes and he lives up the road in Ealing so he's only an hour away or 45 minutes or something um, and he's got see I've I've just got cheap old mics here which do the job for recording at home, but he's, he's got, got a Neumann and it was a very sexy microphone. And I think I did use Neumann's with um, with Mark Gardner at OX4 on the previous stuff, yeah. but I don't know. I think it was just something in the way that we were working in this little room at Chris's house. It's not a big studio. It was very sort of small and um, homely feeling. And I think I just felt really, really comfortable and he was just really patient and we went through. I did do quite a few vocal takes because there's some high notes that are quite, you can hear in my voice that there are breaks where I'm slightly losing it, but I like those. I like all that kind of flawed thing because it's an emotional it's song. Not flawed. It's not flawed at all. It's it's emotive. Thank that's, you, Graham. No, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You always say the best things. People don't realise how much of a difference mics make just going yeah. technical for a minute but they do i mean it's one of the things that a lot of people get wrong early on is because you, 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 if you're working with cheap microphones and whatever else mm. yeah you, quite often you will sound crap because cheap microphones make your voice sound crap but if you find a really lovely microphone that's mm. right for your voice and that's yeah. that the microphones you're talking about are quite warm aren't they yeah, they kind of bring bring out the look. It's, it's not really a technical term, but they bring out the warmth of your voice, and that's that's yeah. really important. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, and I, I wish I could remember the the actual model, but um, I need to ask Chris what it was, and that's going to be saved up for. So, well, Chris, wants... Chris, when you when you're watching this back, can you just put the model in for all of the geeks out there yeah. that actually want to know? Marzi baby, Chris Mars, his name is Chris Marzi. Mars. He's a really nice guy. And um if you push it, they might give you another one. <laughs> well, Neumann, you know, yeah. if you're out there, I'd be happy to be a sponsor. No, what is it called? Uh, an endorsee. An endorsee, yeah. 
they sponsor you. They sponsor you. They give you a yeah. microphone and you use it. That's absolutely right. Yeah. I know. I've known singers that have slept with their microphones. They're so precious about them. <laughs> <laughs> your, that your ninja, ninja in the background, by the way, is giving us all a great demonstration of how to play silent piano, which is which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a mouse. Why are you trying to play in my bed, mummy? <laughs> it's actually my piano. Yeah, no, she doesn't care. So, so what are we? What are we going to see from you this year in terms of music? Um, I've got some more songs on the go, which I've got to start recording soon. Um, I'm still very much trying to get this up and running and getting my head around logic. Uh, but I'm definitely, um, that's another thing Chris has done with me is um, he has shown me how to work on my vocals from home a bit more. Um, so I'm definitely polishing up my production skills and just getting my head around the engineering side of things, which is exciting because it means I can experiment more at home before I then go and finish it off with a, a producer. So I've got some more songs on the go. I've got... Don't have that many gigs booked up. Um, possible one at the Camden Club to be announced. Oh, nice. uh, there is, I will be playing at the Eel Pie in Richmond. Um, we are the 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 people who run the Eel Pie Club, really lovely people, um, Gina and Warren, um, are putting on a, a tribute gig for my father. That's going to be on the 8th of June. So um, oh, Fantastic. Where, whereabouts is that in Richmond? I, I know Richmond relatively well. So you come out of the station. Um, Oh God, I don't know. It's just Eel Pie Island, isn't it? Eel Pie. Is that, is, I think it's. I think it's, it's left out. Venue. Right out of the station. It, anyway, it's in Richmond. There you yeah. Go. Um, yeah. And Google it's gonna, it. I'll I'll play a few songs at that, and then I think hopefully we'll have friends and family that are also going to get up and play. They've got an amazing house band. Um, I'm hoping that John Iden, who actually is the most recent lead singer of the Yardbirds who was a great friend of my father's, and he's a, another lovely, very talented songwriter. He's hopefully going to come and play. He's definitely coming anyway. I'm going to get him up on stage to play because he's a fantastic vocalist and guitarist. So I'll be playing at that. Um, and other than that, I might be stripping a bit of wallpaper and replacing curtains. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be discovering what the acoustics of that room are really like. Yeah, and then possibly moving to a different room. And then... <laughs> And then wondering why you chose that room. Yeah. <laughs> in the first place. Has um, it got high ceilings or low ceilings? They're not high. They're, they're not just high. Kind of, okay. No, normal. 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 normal sort I of, mean, they're yeah. high to me because I'm five foot one. But uh, yeah, we well, see, no, I live in a Victorian property. And when we moved here, of course, you know, going from a sort of modern place, it was like suddenly the, the ceilings were, you know, up there. Yeah. No, this which, is uh, this is low lowish ceilings so that's, that's and, not so that's not so bad then no so so a, a, a splattering of gigs some more songs to record yeah um i'm taking each thing very slowly people keep saying i can't wait for the album but i'm just not thinking in terms of albums because they're stressful to produce it's a lot mm. easier just to put out a song here and a song there and i'm just enjoying it really yeah you know, well that, that I, I was talking to a young artist earlier this week about that. And and mm. actually, because a lot of young people now aren't going straight for the album. And I think that's quite sensible in a way. I think it's sensible to to just focus on one thing at a time and 
you know really sort of just develop as an artist as you go yeah um i think i think sometimes though in that journey maybe an album just comes and you just if if an album comes it comes because yeah. you've suddenly got a body of work that you think actually this is a group of things that make sense to go together or that yeah. that i you know i've got i've got a, a really clear vision for what this is and yeah. I, that's that's the best way for an album to go i think um yeah. i don't know about you but sometimes sometimes i feel that you know some people are just trying to get an album out by putting mm. together a group of songs whereas yeah I think if I do, but it might be a sort of retrospectively put together where I think actually those three singles plus this new bunch of songs um, or even an extended EP. I don't know yet. I'm just feeling my way. But um, Or someone might make a film and, and then they might say, actually, can you yeah. come and write the soundtrack? Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. Oh, that would be so cool. I have found recently, um, especially with my year at the Songwriting Academy, I've always thought that I have to wait for my songs to come to me. But one thing I've learned is that um, I can be inspired, like that Wait For Me song. As soon as I'd heard this story, I thought I'm going to write the song. And, and that song came really, really quickly. So, um, you know, I think I'm just going to go with book titles, film titles, um, and carry on being inspired about stuff like that. Um, you know, I can't write miserable love songs anymore because I'm happily with somebody. <laughs> so is... I need more inspiration from elsewhere because I'm not writing a happy love song. There's too many major chords. I'm not having it. <laughs> so maybe that's what you that's what you do. Maybe um, you know, as, if I can be so bold, maybe what you do is you actually create a, a faux, if you like. Uh, motion picture soundtrack yeah 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 you, but you know you kind of think there's there's this part of the film there's this part of the film there's this part of the film or yeah. it's a collection of films you know and and it's like it's like director's cut you yeah know? that's Kate a good Bush. idea yeah and it just you 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 bring together all these these film bits in 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 music and they're there then that brings it together what a lovely yeah. collective idea that would be there you go will we will we see you try anything different in terms of um style of music i mean you you say you're getting there with your voice now you you're kind of feeling more comfortable with your voice yeah. since the teeth teeth incident um, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know uh would we ever see you you know take to like some different instrumentation at all or you know obviously um, films leads to to sometimes leads to uh, scoring and, and orchestral stuff and and whatever but yeah that sounds quite frightening um, it does doesn't it yeah but yes yeah, certainly more cinematic stuff I quite like the idea of um also going back and doing a bit of folky guitar and vocal stuff um I don't really know. Uh, there is a song that I've co-written that's turned into a bit of a dance anthem. Um, I don't think it's out there yet. <laughs> oh, I yes. think we're looking for another singer, maybe. I, I co-wrote it with a guy called Andrew Rollins and Ross Bell, who was a, a fellow uh, student on the, the Songwriting Academy. We wrote this song, and it was supposed to be a sort of an indie type thing. And then, and, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's turned into one of those. But um, hey. I think. 
the the nice thing that's happened with that is that Andrew Rollins, um, he runs um, a publishing company with Randy Jackson, and they want to to include it on there. They're going to publish it, so that's great. I mean, it's probably not a song I would release myself, but it's it was fun writing it. <laughs> That is so, tremendous. That is tremendous. I'm, I, my wings. I'm, I'm always happy to, you know, put my fingers in many pies. Put it that way. I, I, I think that's great. Uh, I think the key is if, if, if you've got a potential dance thing is to make it almost make it kind of open source once it goes out there as well and allow, you know, allow the flat files to go out and let other people do their remixes of it. And then suddenly it goes mad. And yeah. then, you know, before you know it, you're in every single dance hall, uh, you know, you know, yeah. every single club across the world. Um, Is that what you uh, do then? You send out your flak files? Yeah, you send out your flak files and let pe other people mix oh. it. Yeah. Okay. Is that the same as stems in Logic? Yeah, yeah, yeah the same as stems, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. We might That's need to talk to about that when we're not, you know, being yeah. interested in an interview. I need to talk to you about flaks. <laughs> There we go. Creativity just happens. Absolutely, Susan, it really does. Listen, oh, hello, uh, it's, been, it's been an absolute, all the way from uh, Canada, uh, Susan. So, yeah, it's it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you again. Uh, if people want to get a hold of your music, the best way as ever is to uh, go to where? Well, if you want to spend some money, feel free to go to Bandcamp. Um, you can look up Lainey Kaleido for my songwriter stuff you know, my solo stuff. Caramelian, who I should just mention, my lovely guitarist, Mark Foster, who's not here with me um, at the moment. Um, Caramelian, we've got three singles out now, which is a little bit more groovy, a bit of a hip-hoppy bass thing going on. Um, yeah, so we're on all the platforms. You don't have to buy it. You could just stream it on Spotify. And if you stream it a million times, we might make a bit of money one day. Um, but don't. Don't do that. No. Buy it. Buy it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that, was really, that was really lovely seeing Susan's name come up, but it's made me really nervous thinking, oh, my God, there's actually people there. There's it's actual real people that listen real to these. People. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, but actually, it's been going very crazy on Twitter lately. Right. Um, you know, it, it's been wonderful. I don't know whether you saw it this morning. I, I said, uh, you know, mistakenly, I, I said, I, I've, I've got hundreds of uh, bands and artists in my inbox asking me to do interviews and all of a sudden I got another hundred so it was really? just just crazy yeah but uh you know I I don't know why but suddenly people want to be interviewed by Graham Cove no one no idea well, no idea at all not only come up with great ideas but you teach people about flak files yeah I'm probably mm -hmm. even wrong about that but you know <laughs> Somebody will will you know tell me yeah it's actually technically it's this or whatever and tell you that as well but it, it you certainly do need to to share the raw kind of stem files whatever they're called yeah and that's how suddenly it just goes mad and I've seen yeah. it happen because Marillion did it believe it or not even really yeah they did it they shared they shared one of their songs stem files out there everybody did a dance version of it. And some of it went mad. Yeah. And then they re-released it. Oh, wow. they, they they released them. Yeah. It's, it's the way yeah, to there's go. been some good ideas. There's another one where um Beck, 
released an album just of the sheet music and then invited other artists and bands to interpret his to songs. Make it. And that was amazing. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. I think, you know, let's let's spread a little bit of creativity even within the creativity. And that's, yeah. it, you know, that makes it even better. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, I need to get a hat like that because it's... I love it's, this hat. It's, it looks fantastic. And it's been really cold lately, hasn't it? So... Yeah, you know, and I've been that's... rushing about. The, yeah, because it's half term this week. So that's, yeah, I was a little bit late getting back for you. But I got here no. in the end. Well, you did. You did. Please go support Leonie's, uh music. Go and download all of it and give her lots of money. Um, and, <laughs> and that way she can continue to do it. Do go and see her in Richmond at the pub, which, uh, what was the name of it again? The Eel Pie Club. The Eel Pie Club. Uh, go. June, June a, the 8th. Have a, a great evening there buy her a drink but not too many because she needs to play um we'll, we'll wait until she's done her bit and uh and then you know we'll see i'll see you probably sometime later in the year when you've got a bit more oh, to, yeah. To let's release. Do more yeah let's do another one yeah okay. it's been a pleasure seeing you again you, you too, look Graham. after yourself enjoy enjoy the new house thank you yeah and the, and the curtains and the I, I hope it looks after you very well it will bye for now Bye. <laughs>